Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green and Laura Thompson. Debs. Laura, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Busy all week, actually, since last week, but I'm doing good. What vibe are you picking up this week? Um, the vibe this week is about um, don't quite know where to begin with stuff, feeling a bit lost and a little bit helpless. And um, yeah, and as that you know, sort of the new year is is looming, as people are saying, um, it's just that bit about where do we even begin? How do we start and do stuff that gets us where we need to get to? Yeah, I'm definitely picking that up as well. Just a little sort of feeling of overwhelm and, um, you know, people not sort of thinking straight. And um, so maybe if we were to convert that from rather than the new year is looming, it's the new year is forming. And I'll tell you what has sparked my interest today. So 2020, apparently, was the in terms of Chinese New Year and the Zodiac um, kind of uh, element of it was the year of the metal rat. So there was always going to be lots of disruption around money and um, potentially lots of opportunity, but lots of challenges. And what we'll be shifting into next year is the year of the metal ox, which is all about opportunity, but with discipline and focus and structure and all those all those kind of things that actually you can start putting into practice now yeah. to feel good about the year ahead. So that sparked my interest um, this morning. Well, um, I guess that leads perfectly into our very special superstar guest yes. that you had the uh, good fortune of catching up with um, earlier this week. I and did. Um, Mandy Philpott um is just one of those amazing individuals. I've never met anyone quite like her. She's been running her body shop at home business for the past 18 years. And as uh, uh, she, she, I'm sure will sort of, she, she'll share with you, really put um, a lot of effort into it. And her results are just phenomenal. She is breaking records. There's no one in the world quite as successful as her right now in terms of the amount of revenue she's bringing in the size of her team. And what I think has always inspired me since my time working with Mandy is how she's very real and um, she started it from scratch. So um, I know you had a chance to catch up with her. So um, yeah, let's, uh, let's see and hear her thoughts on how thinking differently can make things happen. Hi Mandy, how are you doing? So good to speak to you. And I know um, Laura's done a fantastic intro about you. So I'm so delighted that you've you know you've joined us for what we're doing today. Um, and there's a, obviously there's a couple of things that I'd be delighted to find out about you, if that's okay. And just finding out what is it that makes you so successful, and you know that whole spirit of abundance that you bring along with you. How you know how do you do that, and what does that mean? So if it's okay with you, I'm just a sort of some questions around some of those things and yeah please feel free to just answer away as you would normally do um so we can get a bit of a better understanding of what it is that that makes you you is does that work for you mandy yeah that does steps cool away. so question is that spirit of abundance i was when laura said that to me i was absolutely like wow that's just so powerful what does it mean to you for me i probably it was a couple of years ago before i started thinking gosh 
I was on a training course and we were, we were learning about abundance thinkers and I thought, gosh, that's me from an early childhood. And, and I think that actually came from my DNA of being a big family, one of six. My mum got poorly when we were young and my dad used to be self-employed. And I think his little bit of entrepreneurialism and the way we were brought up created my mindset as an abundance thinker. And I was talking to Laura about this the other day because in any industry that I've actually got in, I've always built teams from the bottom to the top. And it's only when you actually reflect of your own work ethic and how you've evolved as a person and how successful the last eight years have been for me especially yeah. you you begin to realize it's your natural dna as an abundance <laughs> thinker and i think one of the key points the pivotal points eight years ago when um, i decided to take the direct selling industry seriously yeah i've been in the body shop because i love the products and i knew anita and i yeah. had a, yeah. I built a small business and i was given the opportunity to change the way the business works today yeah and i actually went away and looked at a model and created what i wanted to build with my team ethics my thinking my um the way we work with leaders and I think yeah. going back to 2012 I think somebody had a real com- a conversation with me that stuck in my mind yeah and it, it, I want to picture the business in 2012 we were in a huge deficit the business yes. was failing in this side of the industry and um, basically I was asked would I come in and develop this new career plan and produce regional leaders because we produced none in 10 years, which wow. really excited me. What didn't excite me was I couldn't have done what I've done now with the restraints of the controls that was in eight years ago. Yeah. And people obviously, like every industry, they move from the top and new people come in with more lateral thinking, which was fantastic. Yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And when I think in May 2012, when I decided that I was going to take the opportunity on, I had a conversation with um, a director at that time. And I said, you know, I'm really excited about this opportunity. It's a real challenge for me. But you've got to be allowed me to run my culture my way and build this business my way. So in 2012, in May... We, we were a very, very small team of 12. We had a deficit mm-hmm. of £156,000. Wow. And I said to the uh, the people at the top, look, by September, within six months, I'll have this team from the bottom to the top. And it's been, to the, it's been an eight years of lateral thinking, yeah. looking for solutions, taking people on the journey and bringing great leaders into this business. Yeah. And you, so there must have been something else, Mandy, that, you know, that lateral thinking, that passion, that, you know, abundant thinker and being able to, you know, as you say, it's in your DNA and that entrepreneurialship and this, if that's even a word. Um, so what is it that makes you, that enables you to really look after your people? So from 2012 to today, what is it that you think you've bought that's made the biggest difference for your people? 
I think one thing I never forget my roots. I run yeah. multi-million pound business. Hundred we'll do one hundred and ten million, one hundred and fifteen million this year, and we might do one hundred and seventeen million. Wow! But for me, I've never forgot that pinnacle position for the people at the bottom. Yeah. No matter how we rise through the top, I actually feel that, and I'm quite empathic. So. Uh, as we're going through the tough times, I never forget what it feels like, and we yeah. never forget our roots. Yeah. So, when you when you're running a business with forty seven thousand people, yeah, and that's just my UK business, the masses are the people that sell day to day as a consultant and the small teams. Yeah. And I always, every day before I make a decision, what how will that affect the masses? And if you think like that from day one, your people, your business, you take people with you on a journey of success because you've yeah. done that. You're bringing people into a journey of success and yeah. in turn, turn they're incredibly successful themselves. Yeah. And I think going through industries in life, I've worked some, with some incredible people, but I've also worked with some awful people <laughs> that have been in positions and they've been so scarcity thinking in the ways and threatened yeah. losing the jobs, uh, the fear factor. They've stopped the abundance thinking from the floor coming through in the entrepreneurship. Yeah. I, I think, Debbie, I'm truly blessed because I've been on a meeting today and we have an amazing CEO called the David Boynton who absolutely, I totally inspire to. Uh, I think for me as great leaders, I have people in my mindset who inspire me. And I think not necessarily, sometimes it's not in the same industry. And I think I'm very blessed to have people in this company now that absolutely have got this vision. And I feel very privileged because I was the pioneer and I suppose then, Mandy, looking back on that, uh, I suppose that bit that says you you were the pioneer and obviously now you're inspiring others because, you know, to change that around in those eight years is amazing. So what would you say has been one of your biggest leadership learns in just in that last eight years? What do you think has been your biggest leadership learn? I used to worry about the scarcity thinkers, the energy yeah. drainers, and I used to spend so much time on 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 boundaries and issues that I couldn't resolve myself. Yeah, that was out yeah. my criteria, and and I really tapped into a different mindset completely. So one yeah. of the things that really helped me over the last two years was to come out my own sort of direct selling and I got diverse and I worked with other people in the industry. Laura was one of them, uh, life coaches, marketing people, other people in corporate companies. And I realized how privileged and lucky we were because as a self-employed businesswoman, I could change boundaries that I was in control of. And I stopped worrying about what I'm not in control of. Mm. So the vision I had bringing people through the business, I'm consistent. And people know what they're getting then, don't they, as well, Mandy? They know that you're being the consistent leader and that you're bringing them forward as well and they're not going to be confused by you. That's what's going to make the biggest difference to them as well, isn't it? So what would you say... If you were, if you look back at your younger self, knowing what you now know in relation to your 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 leadership and the way that you've managed everything, and and I, said, I love the fact that you said you know 
I took the control back, but I changed the boundaries and I made it how it how I know the pioneer of it. I love that. What would, what advice would you give to your younger self? My younger self, I think you go through your 20s, your 30s, you start having a family. You worry about what people think of you. Yeah. And you spend so much time and working in corporate industries. You worry so much about fitting into everybody else's culture around you. Yeah. I absolutely think competition is great. Yeah. I've never feared of competition in any other industry. I think it makes us stronger and we have lots of learnings. But I meet people all the time and their their DNA is the worrying about what everybody else is doing in the world and how yeah. to fit into everybody else's box. I think for me, I think my learnings and my confidence when I got into my 40s was I like me. And I am an empath. I've learned to deal with not being as empathic as uh, I do. But I also know that I work in an industry with a brand and a career plan that's second to none. Yes. I think what I'm really, really meeting people along now that are feeling very, very vulnerable. Yeah. I think to me, the advice I can give somebody out there Really research what your core values are in your DNA. And if you are in the brink of actually changing your job or your industry, absolutely go for it. And, you know, as long as you've done your own work, don't try and fit into somebody else's box. Yeah. Be confident yeah. in your own skin, yeah. your own core yeah. values. And it doesn't matter where you want to go in life, whether you want to be in training or you want to be in direct selling or you're a corporate graduate just starting in your corporate program. Yeah. The biggest learning that I absolutely learned was I found my own inner core values because I was, I've had times in my career history where I've been taken along a journey and it's been somebody else's journey who needed yeah. my skill. Yeah. And it's made me feel very uncomfortable inside because yeah. it wasn't really my DNA. Because I could speak to you for, forever. And yeah. um, because there's so much coming out around, you know, that whole know yourself trust who you are, you know, your core values, being that pioneer, not afraid to break the boundaries or change it. If there was one word that summed you up, what would be that one word to sum you up? What would it be? I'm the biggest team player that you've ever met. Okay. Right? I, I love <laughs> the power of the team. Brilliant. And that doesn't Brilliant. mean the team within my team. It could be the team of people I work with outside yeah. as well. That's amazing. So really key messages coming through. And I just want to say massive thank you for sharing oh, part, only part of you, I'm sure, of what makes you you. And and to you know, have this opportunity to just sort of ask you some questions about what it is about you. How do you look after you and your people and bring forward into, you know, the, the coming years? So thank you very much for that, Mandy. Thank you, Debbie. Love talking to you. And, and to you. See you later. So, Debs, wow. So what for you was your key takeaway upon reflection from your time with Mandy Philpott? Yeah, I think uh, on reflection, that bit around um, her values, really, having her core values at the heart of everything she does, um, being authentic as to who she is uh, and not afraid to challenge, I think, was the other thing that I took away from that. Um, and, And having 
you know, the opportunity, I suppose, to set out her store and her boundaries and create her own structure around what's going to work and how she can do it. And and just her passion for people. I think that came through in bucket loads and, and caring for her team um, and never losing sight of you know, the front line, if you like, because she's been there, done it, got the T-shirt and all whatever decision she's making, um, she always takes that into consideration. Uh, and I just thought that was just a, a real key skill of hers, as well as just hearing her story of completely going, starting from scratch to move things around and change it, you know, on its completely on its head. I mean, she's amazing to speak to. Yeah. And genuinely building it based on values. That I think yes. is what really sort of strikes out for me. And, and I think what what might um, be, you know, inspiring for people right now, while there's so much change and flux and transformation, is um, it, it's it's never too late to make a new start or start something from scratch. And actually, yeah. if you're looking for like a first action to do, it'd be really thinking, well, what are my values? What do I stand for? Um, so... Let's set up for our podcast next week then. So if there was yeah. a challenge you were going to get, you were going to set someone between now and uh, the podcast next week, what would it be, Debs? Um, so I think to get ready for next week is that opportunity to stop and think about what are my values. And I would love you to get get yourself a nice, fresh journal um, and because we will be doing a value setting exercise with you next week. Um, get a pen. But I'd like you to start to think about what's at the heart of you now. What do you stand for? What do you love? Um, what do you do if you get angry or annoyed? What is it that's, that's, if you like, crossed the line? You know, what types of things lead you into that? So you start to think about, um, you know, what that actually means for you. Um, so those simple things that start to get you thinking about, you know, who am I? Yeah, what um, what are my values, and and just do a little bit of research around it because we're doing exercise. We'll set you up for an exercise next week that will absolutely get you to focus in on your core values and how you can live your life um, and make great decisions as a result of really understanding what they are. Oh, fantastic! So let's channel the energy of the ox. Yes, <laughs> for twenty twenty one. Rather yeah. than feeling like the new year is looming, it's the new year is forming. And that yeah. starts with time to think, setting some values out. And um, we shall see you next week then for a value setting exercise. Yeah, be ready. I'm looking forward be to ready. it, Law. Born ready. <laughs> Born ready. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Secrets from a Coach. Brought to you by Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at wishfish.org.uk.